Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where Ginger pokes the bear and the outcome is salty beef. I'm Daryl, a.k.a. The Beef, joined by a honky piece of man candy, Isaac Locke. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing pretty damn good, bro. And I, I really <laughs> I really enjoyed your intro. Did you? Yeah. You know, I, I figured everyone would like a little salty beef today. So, yeah. Um, or, or they got a good taste of it last week, so we don't need more of it. Yeah, I think but, they definitely uh, got a bit of a, a bit of a taste. I had somebody text me and tell me that they they enjoy when we argue. It uh, it made them laugh. So. <laughs> I yeah, I got I got told that it, that it was just that sounds like how we talk in real life. So that's uh, that's probably a good thing. Yep. Um, so from last week, one of my glaring uh, one of the things I noticed most from the last week's episode that I that I needed to correct myself on anesthetist and and anesthesiologist. I looked that up. Yeah. I have so that information too. Fine. Anesthetists are basically a nurse that's qualified to administer anesthetic, whereas an, uh, an anesthet- uh, anesthesiologist is actually a doctor in the, uh, the physician. anesthetics. Yeah. The guy who, what was that? Just another eight years of school past yeah. the nurse, past the nurse to, to be a pro. I don't think it's that much more to be totally I think honest. it's, I think it's like including your residency. I think you, maybe I'm wrong and I, I very well could be wrong. Cause I don't know this, but I've never looked into being a medical professional, but I think doctors in total with their residencies, it's like eight years or sorry, 12 years. Sounds maybe about right. Not. Yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. Nurses are generally four. So, but is it uh, four for a nurse? I'm pretty sure for an RN, I think it's a four year program uh you can be like an lpn like a licensed practical nurse i think that's a two-year degree and then there's like the clinician people the the different type of uh i don't know your x-ray techs and stuff usually i think those are just like one or two year programs that you take yeah x-ray techs make focus. good money i think i think so I, same with ultrasound people i don't know yeah. what that i don't know what the terminology is for an ultrasound person but ultrasound uh, technician probably i just think there should be a cooler name like ultrasounders or something like that i don't know who knows uh, i i had a i got choked out almost at work um for saying that that prometheus and alien were directed by tony scott but uh, it was definitely his uh, his his better brother ridley who who directed those movies i don't so, even remember <laughs> you saying tony scott I think I said it in the background while we were talking about Alien 1, 2, and 3 or whatever. Was that Liam? No, 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 no. no. It was Monroe. Wow. Monroe. He's a, he's, he's a loves a movie guy. He actually he actually wants to, well, I don't know if he wants to. I suggested to him that he should come be a, a, a tiebreaker one day on, on a movie bracket because he he watched movies. Him him and his brother, are, our brothers are kind of similar to how we are and your nice. brother with like movie quotes and, and, and how much movies they watched and that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's, he's a, a learned individual on that front. Good. Um, so more than kind of cool. The, I had, Oh, you go ahead. It sounded like you were going to say something there. No, I was just, uh, suppressing a burp. Oh, well, perfect. Um, I did have one more thing from last week. Uh, just a bit of clarification. Uh, we, neither of us knew what a uh, BMT was from subway. So I looked it up because I was genuinely curious. I'm like, what the heck is a BMT? Yeah, I didn't I didn't look that you, up, so I still don't know. Do you have do you have any guess? Like do you uh, think do you do you think do you what do you think that acronym is for? 
Okay, I didn't think you got about nothing. It. I, I honestly <laughs> that like bacon, meat, and tartar right. That's sauce. what I said. Oh fucking no! No, it's it's biggest, meatiest, tastiest. Really, biggest yeah. meat, meatiest, tastiest? meatiest. Did I say meatiest? Biggest, meatiest, tastiest. That's uh, must be why I like it. You know. Yeah. Well, you love big, meaty, tasty things. So. I, I sure do. Yeah. Who doesn't? That's I the mean, best way of doing things. I mean, look at us. You know, who'd have thought? <laughs> ginger and the beef. Not, not. Yeah, ginger and the beef. Where we are a tasty meat concoction when put together. So I like to think so. That's people love just putting us in their mouths and just chewing us. They love the crispy texture, the the spiciness of the ginger. Oh, it's just perfect. It's just getting weird. <laughs> so, so what <laughs> the, are we doing? The saltiness of the beef. What are we doing today, Daryl? Well, today we have a special guest coming on, and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. He's been on here once before. A uh, 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 good buddy, Dan Jones, is coming on today, and uh, we're me and you are. Uh, we like talking about conspiracies, but we really don't know much about them. No, I'm I'm not a researcher. You're not. Um, Dan is just the right type of nerd who just you know sometimes at home he finds it entertaining and fun to research things, um, and then you know telling me about them later. So <laughs> so today he's our our resident. Uh, conspiracy professional. I don't think there is such a thing, uh, but no. uh, but but we're excited to have Dan on. Yeah, I uh, I definitely don't uh, consider myself. I consider myself a researcher. I do like doing research. However, when it comes to conspiracies, I usually just like kind of graze over the the bullet points, and you know whether I believe the if it's got good solid information or good solid proof one way or the other that's kind of how I base my opinion so I'm hoping that I can bring up a few that interest me and you as well and uh maybe Dan can sway us one way or the other one way or the other we we don't we're not going to be like saying that any of these things necessarily happened the way you know no, they're all Dan true they're all fact or I might think or you might think but uh but we're allowed to formulate our opinions so let's go Sounds good. All right. Well, here uh, here comes our conversation with Dan. Yeah, the Instinct has one. It's on their Bye 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 album. The fuck? Here's the funny part about Daniel. So, every, welcome, Dan. Thanks for coming to the podcast because hey. uh, we appreciate having you here. Uh, Dan, Dan's back from the Christmas episode. But here's the funny thing about Dan that I don't even know if Isaac knows. Uh, Dan, when he, he didn't really get into music until a little bit later, um, especially like, you know, metal or 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 more aggressive genres um when he started getting into music he loved like nsync and that was his jam what's not to love well oh, they're great i guess yeah i i love justin timberlake i mean that, that i am in love with justin timberlake that itchy band noodle hair oh right it was Ooh. so good i love that comparison that oh it's perfect it does look so yeah. crusty but remember do you remember tim mccalpine's hair yeah, my first year, my freshman year would have been your, I guess, the, your third. But, well, he had it for a few years there. But yeah, he had like really like long, like almost like an undercut, like long bleach but, blonde, curly. And it was curly. Oh, it was. So and he put bad. gel in it, so it did the same thing that Justin Timberlake's did. Tim, I love you, but that was the worst hair that you've ever had. Yeah. Well, maybe not that you've ever had, but um, yeah. Anyway, so we're bringing Dan on here today as the resident conspiracy expert um i guess uh, i don't know if you would call yourself an expert in any way shape or form dan but uh on our end your expertise is is gonna 
you know, shape our minds, I think, today. So so that's how I feel. I don't know. What do you think, Isaac? Uh, I'm just excited to possibly be persuaded in, in a direction one way or the other because a lot of these um, conspiracies that we're going to be or supposed alleged conspiracies that we're going to be discussing are uh, they're tough ones. Some of them are they're a little, you know, we could go either way. Well, I think I'm just excited because uh, I know that Dan and I, when we first met in Kelowna, we would he would come to my house, we'd hang out outside, we'd smoke a couple joints, and we would just he would blow my mind on a nightly basis, like like blow your mind because you're really high, or blow your mind because he actually like I don't know were you just guys like were you guys way too smoked. Probably the combination of both. But we're just but, sitting there, we're like, man, the universe is really big. Whoa, man, I didn't think of that. Big, bro. No, but he would, he would, he would, he would come with like, uh, I don't even know. Like he would, he would say something about a, a, something in space, or, or it was kind of before we even started listening to podcasts, and we all started to get into um, maybe some conspiracies or some scientific stuff that, that wasn't top of mind. Dan was researching that stuff beforehand and he'd come to my house and he would just fucking lay it on me and we'd sit outside for hours, um, especially in the summer when it was nice out. Uh, but, but he would just fucking lay it on me. Things about like the electric universe and shit, <laughs> just mind blowing. Dude. Yeah. That, I, that I, right there. That's the little dipper. Whoa, dude. <laughs> 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 Not quite that. Not not quite that bad. I'm, you know, we. It, we I know. I'm we just bugging you. Me stupid. Well, I'm just bugging you. Probably did a little bit, but. Well, we. Um. Well, myself, I've always. I wouldn't say looking for the meaning of life or like how the universe works or anything like that's, you know, not really a goal. It's more so just you know I'm curious as to kind of how everything fits together and uh, I've always kind of somehow found interesting information that kind of you know might not be so mainstream not always legitimate so you kind of have to take things with a grain of salt but like there's a lot of people out there who are uh, looking at things in unique perspectives and at different angles that you know people might not be thinking about and you know it comes up with some pretty interesting theories and that can be something that's you know more spiritual or something that's you know kind of kind of about how the universe is put together and then it can also be on like a more human scale like you know social manipulation or you know big schemes or i guess conspiracies technically um that word itself um is kind of more just like a big sort of plot um well that's that's and and that's kind of part of why we said like i don't know i don't even know how the conversation came up it was just a couple weeks ago, Isaac and I were just, "Hey, what should we talk about sometime on the podcast?" Like, we need, we need ideas, right? Sometimes, and and I'm not gonna lie to you, people aren't giving us how many ideas we wanted on the old uh, Instagram. So, no, I don't know what's gonna take, like a dick pic or something to for fuck DM us a dick pic. Yeah, like that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll slide into those dims. And uh, really, we have yet to with, have with the pic. Make sure you give us a topic that you'd like to hear about. Yeah, or at least like you know. Write it on the penis or something. Yeah, with a sharpie. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a genius way of doing it. I get all our attention for sure. Yeah. But we were talking about it, and and genius. we said, right? So we said, uh, let's talk about conspiracy theories. Like very, you know, not concerned. What's the word I'm looking for? 
Um, like, curious curious yeah thank you <laughs> i'm very i've always been curious like even like since back in the day my dad was huge into i don't know if i told you I ever told you about this but my dad used to be probably not huge into aliens in ancient egypt like he would watch hours and hours and hours of documentaries and research and, and shit did, on the did pyramids. he watch ancient aliens i'm sure he watched Honestly, like if you could name something about aliens and Egypt or anything, anything that was ever made, my dad probably watched it and researched it and or researched it. He was, uh, yeah, he was, he was big into the aliens in Egypt. But anyways, having said that, uh, something that struck up my curiosity somewhat recently was I was looking into something called, uh, Operation Northwoods. And the reason it struck my attention was because of the in my opinion, glaring similarity between Operation Northwoods and uh, what happened on 9-11. Operation Northwoods, under my my knowledge, my very, you know, surface level knowledge. Limited. Yes, limited. uh, In a a nutshell was the U.S. government um, actually got, like, wrote plans and it was signed off by the Joint Chiefs of Staff at that time. This was the 1960s, I believe. Um, 63, 64, uh, they signed off on a plan that was essentially to a plan to overthrow, um, Fidel Castro, uh, in the Cuban government, um, by, uh, false flag operations, including bombing American right. citizens. Wait, stop. What is uh, like, I, I, I like to claim to be smart sometimes, but what the fuck is false flag? False flag is essentially like, uh, tricking somebody into thinking something happened because of one reason. But really, it happened intentionally for another reason. I guess it's kind of yeah, a shitty way it, of explaining it. It's, it's basically like, um, f- well, it's specifically Operation Northwoods. Uh, a false flag would be, for example, when one of the plans was to kind of pretend they were Cuban nationals, um, but uh, the actual United States with you know, Cuban colors basically were going to attack Guantanamo Bay, the base that was there. They were also going to stage some terrorist attacks in multiple cities within the United States, you know, bombing, gunning down civilians, that sort of thing. And it would be uh, CIA operatives where basically uh, disguised as wearing and, you know, flying the flag of Cuba. So people of the United States would say, Hey, we should go to war against these guys because they're they're attacking us and it would basically give the United States a reason to go in and take out Castro. The reason why they wanted to do it, this was probably one of the worst Well, this is right right in had. the middle. It's right in the thick of the Cold War, right? The, the Especially oh, yeah. no one in America fucking liked communists God at this damn. point. Goddamn commies. Yeah. Oh, but man. yeah, the, the, the only reason that that like I said, it was it was signed off on by Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, it all got all the way to JFK, and JFK was like, fuck that noise. This isn't happening, and he squashed it. But like I said, my the, the glaring similarity between that and the um, events of 9-11, where a lot of people, and I'm not saying I necessarily do, but a lot of people think that the government was involved in the the, the uh, Twin Towers being attacked uh, as, a, as a way of getting the American uh, population motivated and uh, on board with getting the government and the army into Iraq for oil. Well, into Iraq, but 
obviously there was motives behind. Yeah, well, they, I, they wanted they were after we- weapons of mass destruction and Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden over over the terrorist attacks, quote unquote. But um, I think that was later. Like, yeah, they was, were they were against Afghanistan first. Yeah, two thousand. It was like two thousand. So two thousand one, the towers came down. I think two thousand three, they went into Iraq. So is that yeah, it took a little bit? Is that kind of what I don't know? What, what's your take, Dan? Is that kind of what uh, what you think the case was for? I guess like nine eleven being the same, very similar to the operation. What was it, Northwoods? Northwoods. Yeah. yeah so um, just a little bit of history on Northwoods as well. Uh, originally. There was Operation Mongoose, and it was a bunch of intelli- heads of various intelligence agencies of the, of the United States government, as well as some mil- heads of military, various agencies. Um, you know, like you got the CIA, the FBI, the uh, Department of Defense, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The uh, list goes on. They were trying to figure out how to take out Castro. Now, they had a lot of ideas that were, you know, assassination attempts of various styles, uh, but then they also had. Um, after a while, they kind of figured out that, you know, assassination attempts weren't really going to work um, for various reasons. The logistics were too complicated. And so if they wanted to, you know, kill Castro, they would have to do it with a military strike and they would need a reason to do that. So that's why Northwoods itself kind of came out is they needed a reason to go to war because that'd be the only way that they could just like, you know, fly in, drop a couple bombs, get rid of Castro, fly out. And it's super easy, um, simple and get it done. Because because you they can't just you can't just go and bomb a country that's I, I don't know how far what fifty miles from the Florida coast I think it's even less than that yeah yeah but, it's not far well I mean the, the raises a big question because uh, the United States just uh, dropped a bunch of bombs in Syria and I don't think that they were provoked or anything so like I don't right know. now yeah yeah today um, I didn't know that well yeah. Uh, in early February, the United States rolled in a like a big convoy of troops, um, uh, weapons, all sorts of stuff. Like they're they're re- they're ready to make some like big military moves in um, in in the Middle East right now. That's, but uh, that being said, I, I mean they've that. been in the Middle East for a very long period of time. We've been there was forever. This, was this a plan of the previous government in the states, or no. was this a plan no, of our a, new president? This is a, the not, new president. Yeah, it's not our new this, president. We're in Canada, but we well, have uh, the unfortunate. The unfortunate thing is that Joe Biden continent's is going to have a, he's going to have a great effect on Canada's economy. Yeah, of course, and our will. industry. But that's a totally yeah. different wormhole. Uh, <laughs> what else? So essentially, oh. yeah, we've we we I I like to like I said the the similarities for me with the nine eleven attacks and and Operation uh, Northwoods slash mongoose very similar to me and and just seems striking. That's so for sure. It's but. it's it's funny. Like I remember, it's in their playbook. It's in the playbook. Literally, like that's the thing is this isn't a conspiracy. Those were actual operations that were documented. You can look it up online. It's verified. It's signed off on. So that's probably what makes people so, because there's no evidence, quote unquote. There's no um, papers signed off that say that nine eleven was a was an inside job. Yeah, that I that I know of personally. I'm not I don't sure. Know. I don't know well, if you've heard anything about that, Dan. The most the, the the newest thing we have is uh, during the Trump administration, uh, some of the nine eleven documents were declassified, and we learned that there were Saudi intelligence officials uh, involved in the orchestration of that uh, day's events. So, 
in a way, like, is are they connected to the United States government? I mean, you can speculate that for sure. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's in the playbook. Like, they, that was Operation Northwoods, essentially, was, you know, create a false flag so they could go in and, you know, impose their will on a country for, you know, political gain of one form or another. The Middle East is not just important for oil it's also important for various rare earth minerals that are important for everybody's favorite electric car batteries so lithium ion? Also, is that, um, yeah. is that what's in car batteries i don't know well there's a lot of different things in car batteries um it, it's it's a chemical it's like a composition of different um chemicals and minerals and all that sort of stuff it's it's a big it's like a big chemistry experiment in a way so a battery isn't just simply like lithium by itself uh, lithium is kind of a component of it i'm an important component i don't really know exactly how batteries uh modern car batteries work but uh are you not an engineer nah. no so as far as i like i don't know fuck all about batteries but as far as i've been able to find it actually the the production of of uh of a battery for an electric car actually uses more fossil fuels than a combustion engine does however having said that um, obviously long term, once the vehicles are built in there and you're using it, I'm sure you're saving that emissions and whatever else over the years of the life of the electric car. I just find it always a little humorous that these green electric things are still using fossil fuels to be coming, come into existence anyways. So I'm just going to kind of go on a little tangent here just cause I'm, I'm, do it. Oh, I thought you were going to say no. You're not allowed. <laughs> no, no fucking tangents today, Daryl. Um, no, I. So we're talking. We talked about nine eleven a little bit, and I'm a bit confused. I don't know. If I Isaac or or Dan, someone kind of fill me in. But to be clear, there was three. Well, there was four planes. One in each of the two towers. One. There's theoretically four planes. One in each of the towers one at the Pentagon and one that went into a farmer's field, the United 93 or whatever. There was a movie about it. Um, I definitely cried watching that movie. It was, it was, upsetting. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's not that great. That's Nicholas Cage, right? No, he's in world trade center. That's the Oliver Stone. What's one. 90? Who's 90? Who's 93? Uh, I don't know who's in United 93. Probably yeah. not anyone big. Maybe. I don't hmm. know. I've only seen it once. It's, it's very upsetting. Obviously. Uh, Probably. Obviously. Yeah. It's a tear, it's a tearjerker. But so there was those four planes but there's like a third building beside the towers that burnt down that nothing crashed into. Is that isn't that true? Yeah. So you've got you got the two towers. You've got the Pentagon. You got that farmers um, field or whatever um, or wherever they they crash there. And then you've got a tower seven that just kind of falls on its own. Um, I remember there was there was this thread about some sort of. Uh, white uh, cargo van that was a suspect at one point that was driving away from that area. But I don't know if anything came of that in particular, but that was the biggest question a lot of people had is, I mean, even if they, you know, the planes hit, sure they fell, um, you know, plane hit the uh, Pentagon. Like you, you just say, okay, all that stuff just happened as, um, as was told you just, there's no real explanation at all for how tower seven just pancaked just fell right down and there was no impact. There was, you know, no notable explosions or anything like that. So 
it's it, that's the big question um, that a lot of people have who aren't really even into the oh did the government do this or that that's um, the one that I because I think uh, uh, me and Dan and our buddy Billy were talking about the Tower Seven thing uh, years ago or a couple years ago and and I was just like what I had no idea it was a band practice yeah there you go I had no idea that that was a that there was a third tower there at that place that fell down the other one that I always um, even like my buddy's older brother, he was all into the, this is fake way back in like 2004, 2005. Um, and he would always talk about the Pentagon that there was like no remnants of an airplane left there. I still see memes about it today that it was just like an airplane must have gone straight into the building and just hit inside. So I don't know. I don't, I should, maybe I should look some pictures up, but. So I, I don't know. I actually don't know personally anything about tower seven. You guys are, you guys are educating me on that. Um, and I want you to tell me more about it in a sec, but the only, like the one, so my reasoning with like being, uh, questioning and curious about nine eleven is that in my opinion, and tell me if you guys agree, but if, if you could prove one thing, just one thing about any of those events that happened, that was staged or on, was fa- was on false. September 11th on September 11th. If you could find one thing that's glaringly rigged or set up, then wouldn't you suspect everything to be right? So my, my biggest thing, uh, with, I see what you say. My biggest thing with, uh, that I can see, like you can see video of it is the second plane, second tower, not sure which tower it was, but the second tower to get hit. Um, in some of the videos, you see the plane fly into the building it goes right through the wall of the building. And then the other side of the tower on the other, the back side of it, where the plane would come out, you actually, in some of the videos, you can actually see the, the nose of the plane coming out the back of the building. And two things about that. One, all the videos that I've seen uh, talking specifically about that says that there's no physical way that an airplane at that speed traveling into a steel framed building would have the fuselage of the nose of the plane coming out the other side intact. It would be it's obliterated. aluminum and plexiglass. Yeah, it would be obliterated on impact on impact on the building. It would just be shredded into built. I didn't, into bil- I didn't even think. Pieces. I didn't think about that. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It would just you know land on the floor and just you know roll right through and poke its tip out the other side. But what's even more weird about that is that there's multiple angles that show that front of the nose coming out. Some of them just show an explosion, so it's almost like maybe it's a different angle, different whatever viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So you can explain that away. You can't, in my opinion, you can't explain why the nose is coming out at all. Um, but then when all the smoke and, and fire cleared before the tower, tower came down images of where that plane had supposedly or, or questionably had come out the other side, there was no exit wound on the building. There was no hole. There was nothing to say that, that that plane actually came out or even that explosion really, like there was obviously debris and damage, but there was nothing to show that there was a 747 sized fuselage poking out the other side of that building the only and i have no idea i i haven't watched the videos i haven't i'm not up on that but i would think that an argument against it or a counter argument could be that maybe it wasn't is it a uh, blue dress or is it a white dress well no that's not what i'm saying i was just gonna say like the angle could have been different or something i don't know or maybe it was two separate towers but they're mixing up the footage uh, either or way it blue and gold I think it was blue and gold. I know which one you're talking about. But did you have you seen those videos, Dan? That where the the nose comes out? Like, is that is that so an I, argument that you've heard of before? So I haven't seen the videos, but 
when I hear about it, the first thing that I question, is it a Yanny or a Laurel situation? If anybody uh, has um, seen that. I know what you're talking about. Do you know what he's talking about? Yeah, you're going to have to explain that one. Oh, so Yanny Yanny Laurel is like a, if there's like someone says a word and it's been recorded or something and some people hear Yanny. Oh, yeah. Some people hear Laurel, kind of like the blue and gold dress. Yep. Just depends on who you are. Is that's right? Is it, right it, what's the newest one that I've heard? It's like uh, brainstorm and what's the other word? Oh, I've I think I've seen that one on Instagram. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. Yeah, but that's that's no, right, right, Dan. I was I was correct. Don't, you you hear the one that you're reading essentially, even though it, it's complete two different complete completely different words. Whatever one you're looking at, your brain plays a trick. So when you're looking at that word, you'll hear that word said when it, the audio comes in. And then vice versa. So I know what you're saying, but explain that. Yeah. Why? Why do you? So, in, in what way do you think that? What angle? So, so basically, um, when when you have uh, for the audio at least, the Yanny and the Laurel are t- almost completely separated from each other in terms of um, what frequencies uh, your voice is using to create those sounds. So if you focus on one or the other, you can hear it like kind of really, really well um, just because of, um, you know, how how your brain kind of processes sound. And actually, it's really neat. Um, your brain, your ears do insane mathematical computations at insane speeds. Uh, and that's basically how we inter- interpret music. It's all about ratios and the distance between notes. But um, when you're looking at something and you see a blue or a gold dress is um, light is, you know, it's a spectrum. There's, you know, how you mix paints to get different colors Just and fine. that sort of thing. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. No, continue. Well, right, yep. I, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I know where you're going with that, but um, there's uh, um it's kind of the same thing. You might you might look at uh, some footage, and some footage might be degraded a little bit. It could be taken on a cell phone. Now, I haven't seen the footage, so I mean, I'm kind of just, you know, this is how I would approach it, is I would understand that it, there's a possibility that some, it looks like something's there that isn't um, for various reasons, just because it plays, things have played tricks on our minds. Like, for example... In the United States, they had this whole thing about um, Donald Trump and some people, they would see a piece of news and they would read it and they'd say, oh, this means Donald Trump is guilty of something. And then the other side would read, see that same piece of news from the same article, exact same uh, publisher, all that sort of stuff. And they would see it and say, oh, well, this means Trump is completely innocent. They would read the same thing and get two completely different views of reality from it. So there's a real good chance that, uh, you know, you look at this footage and you might see something that maybe wasn't actually the case. So well, it's kind of I tough to, I, I understand your argument, but I think like, in my opinion, I think sound and, interpretation... and, and to be clear, to be clear, Isaac's opinion is correct. Well, I mean, <laughs> at the very, at the very, very bare bones of this, our opinions don't matter and everything's made up, right? True. Yeah, that's correct. it. Uh, but no, I was just going to say, I don't, I think that there's a big difference between actually seeing something on film, like seeing footage of something happening, even slowed down frame by frame versus interpreting an article or hearing a sound that's engineered to be 
certain thing. That's right? true. But yeah, that makes so sense. I think that the best thing to do the would be blue... just to watch it for yourselves if you haven't yeah, seen the it. The white and the blue dress is where I'm kind of drawing the biggest comparison because they're both visual. But yeah, you I need to see it first, and you know it's probably it's probably pretty persuasive. Um, if if you if you watch anything for more than like 45 minutes, so if you crank out pretty much a full documentary, you're going to be pretty persuaded by the end of it. Um, and that can have, that can have a big effect. Um, and there's another thing called confirmation bias where you can, you know, you can keep seeing things that are like, Oh yeah, this makes sense. And Oh, this makes sense. And soon enough, you've kind of built this whole uh, concept of, events of a certain thing that might not have actually happened however there's a if 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 this was if this was true that you know the nose went through what would what would that indicate like what's um i think that's a good question yeah i think the uh the indication on what i've at least the clips that i've seen the indication is the fact that they're showing a nose the fuselage intact coming out the other side of the building um they're saying that it's uh bad photoshop that it's somebody's edited the video to show a plane going through that doesn't even go through the the building so and like i said to to back up i'm saying i'm not saying i believe this i'm just giving the facts like these are just these are just my observations of what i've said and you also said that it's kind of one of those things that because it all happened on the one day it was all one thing that yeah if you kind of take one you take one thing and it and it's and you can confirm something with with relative certainty that it's been been falsified then Mm -hmm. there's a very good chance that everything else is at least some sort of stage to it anyways well that to add to that i've i've been reading the i didn't know much about the pentagon one like i mentioned but i've been reading about it i totally paying attention dan don't worry um but but uh basically it like the i'm looking at a picture and it it's the the argument is very sound i find and i've only read the first paragraph so don't get me wrong i'm not an expert but a boeing 757 apparently is 125 feet wide which kind of makes sense right the wingspan that's a big airplane and then the hole on the building is like 60 feet across. So that that one, I kind of go, well, that does look more like a bomb or a missile versus a airplane. But well, you know what was in that part of the Pentagon? No. Oh, money something? It was well, a yeah, docu- so documents, right? Documents. They, they basically had records of, um, or they were missing records. They had, so I guess they had, sorry, they had I just, documents. Just, sorry, the documents just reminds me of Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. You want me to spray your shirt with documents? <laughs> you want to get sprayed with documents? Anyways. Sorry, Dan. I don't know if you know Mitch Hedberg's comedy, but uh, uh, if you don't, I, I, do you? Oh, I do. It's, okay. It's, it's good stuff. It's, it's quite, uh, it's unique and it's wonderful. I miss it. I miss it. To be yeah. clear. He, uh, he, he died way too young, but uh, sorry, Agreed. go continue. There's documents so, in that section. So there's basically records that showed um, missing transactions that added up to about $3 trillion. There was a press conference a couple weeks before, or maybe a month, I can't remember, but a close period of time before 9-11, there was a press conference by somebody's secretary, um, the treasury, something like that. I can't remember exactly who it was, but they came out and they said, oh, we're missing like $3 trillion in... uh, um, in our defense budget. And it was just, you know, how could you be missing $3 trillion? Where did that go? What was that for? 
why is it missing? Where did the records go? Why were they erased? There's so many questions. And then all of a sudden, the exact, uh, allegedly the exact spot where the, the records of the missing money were kept, that was, was, was supposedly hit by this plane. And, you know, then, you know, you, you, you're not missing money if you don't have any record of, you know, the transactions, you know, kind of disappearing or I'm not exactly sure how. I, is, um, is there not more right? than one record of of those funds? Well, it, it just depends on uh, how how they've it could it could be a server. It could be a server that they hit. And that's oh, the, yeah, yeah. right. That's exactly where that information would be stored for anybody to access and that goes down that nobody can access it. So that's a possibility. Um, I, I think that that, that one actually makes a lot of sense to me that, Oh, Hey, we're going to slide something under here and, and just like make something else happen to distract us. Um, I know that's kind of, I'm reaching there, but like I, I what I mean is like, I, I, Dan, you talk about this all the time with me is, is, Oh, there's something, there's something big happening. There's a leak that's coming out today. And then all of a sudden, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but all of a sudden there's a bombing somewhere else. Pizzagate. And, and that's what the news covers. No, I'm not talking yeah. about Pizzagate. No, but Pizzagate was essentially a distraction. Anyways, I won't get it. That's not, that's a whole nother wormhole, but. It's, um, dis, it's, it's a disinformation campaign. I won't get yeah. into it itself, but, um, it's one of many disinformation campaigns that have happened over the course of time basically ever since you could publish something um there's been disinformation and it's uh you know it was more recently coined by um it was actually coined by the media the term fake news but then donald trump took it and made it his own <laughs> um so they basically gift wrapped a, a, a catchphrase for trump which is kind of funny um but uh he is a uh, just- he's a catchphrase individual eh Oh, he, he can he can think of all sorts <laughs> of. Just... I mean, Lion Ted Cruz. This guy was uh, flying off to uh, Mexico um, or Cancun <laughs> that, during the pandemic. That was and no, that not just during the pandemic. That was fucking hilarious. Like a week ago, yeah, Ted, yeah Ted during Cruz, the ice freeze, during the ice storm, and he's just like, "My, you guys." Did you see the Photoshop? I, I can't help. I'm just going. <laughs> Did you see the Photoshop then, picture of Ted Cruz with uh, beaded hair? Yeah, Wh- whatever. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> I didn't go to Cancun. <laughs> I turned around and came straight home. Yeah, I I thought that was funny, but yeah, no, you're right. The he yeah. had a lot of those. Uh, Good what, what was it? Was it? It was Lion Ted Cruz. Didn't he have something yeah. for Jeb Bush? Oh, low energy, and it was so low, good low because energy, like, because how Jeb could you vote like, for somebody who's low energy? It, and it's so hard. Like, how how do you? And then. I think at one point he joked that um, his mother was like campaigning for him or something like that it was it was pretty funny it was it he did a really good job against those two politicians and marco rubio little rubio donald trump had great uh comedic timing yeah yeah i i i i have to admit and a lot of people we like thought i was an idiot i thought uh dan's actually the one who kind of explained it more to me back then um we were on the road with bill and and dan's just kind of like well trump's gonna win like whether you like him or not, he's going to win, and here's why. He talked about how uh, a couple things added up to it, but but a big chunk of it was that he was because he spoke his mind like that. There's hadn't been someone like that, and and his catchphrases and and 
buzzwords and the things he got people just energized by. So well, and, he, and and he was up against Hillary. That didn't help. He was the first, like he was the first of his kind, really. The only other one who was it? Who was the other actor that ended up being a president? Nixon? Ronald Reagan or Reagan? Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, but Reagan was a senator first, wasn't yeah, he? Our yes. governor. Reagan. Reagan was in politics before he went into yeah. that. But yeah, Donald Trump is the first, really the first of his kind, being that he was independently independently wealthy and famous before he ever got into politics. Yeah, and even and even the, the Republicans didn't want him on the ticket, but then he just kept winning things. So yeah. I don't know. I thought it was kind. of... Anyway, we we don't need to talk oh, about yeah, Donald they fought Trump against him hard. Um, I I've had something, or or Isaac had something. He was talking to me about the other day, uh, yesterday, and I thought it was fucking weird. I never heard about anything there. Dan, have you ever heard anything about the Denver airport conspiracy? So I've uh, I recently kind of looked into it a little bit. Uh, I know some surface level kind of stuff about it. There's some really weird things going on uh, at that airport and some weird things that kind of were there for a little while. They petitioned, they got rid of it, but um, there's also some construction questions about uh, budgets and, you know, time to completion. You know, there's a lot of questions with uh, the Denver airport. That's kind of weird for just a random airport in the United States. So why don't, why don't we, I'll just unpack what I know about Denver airport on a, cause I'm very surface about it, but, uh, there's questionable artwork within, or there was, there's some that's still there, but some got, like you said, got petitioned to be taken down Uh yep. very, very symbolic cryptic kind of, uh, artwork. Uh, and they're all seemingly done by the same artist. The building itself, the airport itself was, what was it over budget by? $2 billion. It was yeah. four point. One billion dollars in total. So it was it was double the budget they had uh, quoted, and it was over time. Like they they were late on uh, building completion estimate dates. Uh, on top of that, I've heard that there's arguably a swastika. If you're looking at the airport runways by an aerial view, uh, this the runways could seemingly depict yeah. a swastika you, you mentioned that to me i looked it up and it does look like yeah. a swastika from above and what was not, not fully bit, yeah. not fully so but you can see you can yeah, see where they get there. you can see where you could get the idea right yeah um i've seen the picture and it you know i uh, you could see it but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that's yeah, a swastika um the other thing that was was weird too was i guess uh was it during 9 11 no i think it was obama Something about there was something happened and Obama was when when Obama was in office, and oh, it was a big it was going to be a big event or some shit, and he ended up ran like oddly enough having he was in uh, he was in Denver, but the uh, or Colorado anyways. Good the, story. Well, whatever there was <laughs> something was going to happen where there was like a threat, there was a possible threat. And, oh, okay, sorry. And ironically enough, he happened to be the president happened to be in fucking Colorado. Which is gotcha. right, and the the rumor to explain that a little further, the rumor to explain that a little further is that there's tunnels and possibly bomb shelters and secret uh, passageways and shit underneath the Denver airport that spread for apparently miles. I don't know much about it, but that's just what I've read. It the location makes sense because I mean Colorado's uh, quite an elevated state in general, so that you got a lot of earth to work with underneath you um i mean most places you do but you can get pretty extensive uh, with little to little to no regard for you know how close you get to um very difficult layers of crust to dig through so i mean 
digging into a mountain's not that difficult depending on where you are uh, well it's i would assume I don't, I don't know if you guys so i've flown over denver a few times i wouldn't i flew over last year and i never really noticed this i've never been to denver i've been to the airport i've never been inside but what's kind of cool about well i don't know the city but at least where the airport is that it's and it's beside the mountains but it's not like alberta where beside the rockies you have the foothills and we have tons of rolling hills it's like the mountains end and it's just plains so it's kind of it's 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 in that area so i see what you say dan that there's it's obviously the elevation is high but yes there's they're not quite digging into you know limestone they're they're able to go into the ground so they could potentially have those tunnels and shit is that what you're getting at or did i just read yeah yeah there's a lot more layers before you get to the tougher um okay so i i got what you're saying i'm not i'm not a fucking geologist but uh i could see you're onto something there <laughs> Are the Rockies made case. of limestone? I don't know. I thought the Rockies would be a lot rockier than this. Yeah, John the Denver's full of, of shit. What's that from? <laughs> Do you know? I recognize it. Well, it's from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, you can continue. I cut you off. Oh. I guess oh. that was kind of it. Uh, you mentioned art. I'm... Was there some shitty art there? Well, there's some like really creepy art. Like There's one where... Um, there's one where it looks like a, honestly, it, there's nothing, there's no symbols on the, on the body, but there's like a, essentially like a skeleton that's dressed in what looks to be like a, uh, SS Nazi, whatever, holding like a sword. And then underneath of him in this painting is like a bunch of children and there's like flames around them and shit. It's really fucking creepy. That's just yeah, one, the that's one of them. The sword's kind of curving around, kind of almost like it's hovering over the um, the people. And then in the corner of that painting, there's like a letter from a child from Auschwitz. It's like, it doesn't make sense, that kind of artwork. Like the other pieces of art kind of make sense. Um, and, you know, we can talk about them. But uh, this one in particular is really strange. This is the one that got, de- that, uh, got petitioned to be removed. Um, all this stuff was signed off by like multiple high-ranking officials in the United States government. Like, it's, you know, multi-billion dollar project, and it's a federal airport. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who looked at this art and said, yeah, this makes sense to be in a airport. Right? Like, I'd be freaked the fuck out, personally. So, I, I just looked that one up. Like, the dude's got a huge fucking assault rifle, a big sword. He's got a gas mask oh, on. About the Can't rifle. see his face. There's kids, like, cowering in fear underneath him and that's just at an airport that's in a that's, fucking airport man that's not it got taken down and in, in its place it's just a bunch of kids it's like rainbows on top and a bunch of happy kids and 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 stuff but that first one is what's the fucking, other what's the other one i think one? it's fucking cool though like oh, it's pretty badass but yeah like i'd be freaked out in the airport but what's the other one dan it's like there's a bunch of people in coffins right yeah, there, there's there's a couple more. There's one where there's some people in coffins, and um, one of the interesting things is that it's of there's like three different ethnicities in the coffins, so it's like it, it's a diverse funeral of some sorts. It's really weird. Um, and then, I mean, that one's kind of strange. There's also one where there, there's a like a bunch of a bunch of people gathered around what looks like a kind of tree of life or some sort of growing uh, seed or whatever of, you know, some prosperous sort of plant. And it, you know, there's, 
they have swords wrapped up and flags that they're kind of carrying like they're throwing away their arms like this is big sort of rallying peaceful artwork it's all by the same artist and it's it's so strange to contrast that with you know these people in coffins this you know nazi looking uh trooper i just found the uh, coffin one it is again this artist is really cool I, I don't know. There's like the flames in the background burning super bright and colorful. Yeah, you're right. People in a coffins. There's a whale there. There's a penguin in a like a glass case. <laughs> no, no, it's, very, it's very it's very like weird. Very weird. What is that? That there's a big horse with demon eyes. That's right outside. It's like a giant a giant statue of a massive blue horse with Blucifer. Yeah, with red eyes, like <laughs> super, like I don't know. It almost looks like this thing. Well, I guess Denver Broncos, right? You mentioned that um, the blue horse. So yeah, but it's kind of blue blue horse with red horse. eyes. Yeah, you look it up, and it's like it's a pretty aggressive looking fucking horse. Like to be honest, this thing looks like a a top fucking. If it was a horse fighting ring, it'd be the grand champion. It's thirty two feet tall, so it's tiny. It's t- it's tiny. It's it's blue. It's got bright red eyes. I'm not kidding. Anyone who's out there, fucking look this shit up. It's nuts. If anything else, like if well, no, if nothing see, else, all we all we hope for is to just like spread some like curiosity to other people. Yeah, and to you go can look up blue. Look up some of this shit. And just see for yourself. Yeah, Formulate your, your own opinion. Right. That is nuts. Well, the Denver Broncos colors are blue and orange, and the Bronco itself has like glowing orange eyes. Uh, on the um, on the uh, on the logo, I mean, I think the I, I think Blucifer is a Mustang, so it's a different horse, but still, it, you know, it is the Bronco a horse type? I don't know if it was commissioned because of the team or not, but it's really, really weird. I don't know the di- if I don't know the difference between a Mustang and a Bronco. Neither do I. They might be the uh-huh. same horse. And when I type in Bronco, obviously, all it gives me is the Ford Bronco. Yeah. Yeah, man. That that just, new Bronco looks so sweet. Hey Jamie, oh, just a bucking horse is any breed of horse. It's in called or it's referred to by various names, including Bronco. So Bronco is just an unbroken a bucking horse. horse. Yeah. Well, unbroken horse, and, right? No, no, it just says a bucking, horse. A bucking like a, horse. Okay. So that's why there's it's Bronco riding at the old Calgary Stampede there, but Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Okay, Denver fucked a little bit. Um was there was there any other <laughs> Denver fucks? <laughs> Denver's yeah. just Denver's just fucked, right? Fucked. Uh, oh, yeah. Isaac, is there any other th- topics? Uh, we're we're gonna wrap up shortly, but um, is there any other topics we want to talk? I know we, there's so many. There I think are... Dan, we're gonna have to do another one. Yeah, buddy. I think we should do oh, another yeah. one. But I think uh, is there anything else you wanted there's... to talk about today? Um, I I don't know. Ask ask the expert, Dan Jones. Come I, on. Y- yeah, you know, I, I have I have topics, but I feel like the the couple things that I would like to talk about could be you know go on for a while so i don't want to rush them at the end of this one uh dan what do you think totally i, I agree with that i think i think a good way to kind of cap off the whole um discussion today uh, kind of tying it back into the beginning when we were talking about um operation northwoods this whole idea about castro and how um how kennedy kind of said hey this operation's pretty nuts kennedy also came out later he had this uh, whole speech about um splintering the CIA and casting it to the wind or something like that, basically like destroying these um, intelligence agencies because they, you know, were creating all these, you know, false flag attacks. And I mean, 
there's a lot more that went on with this whole uh, Castro thing. And secret um, societies. Lot. JFK was very, very against uh, secret societies. Huge. Like so the skulls he, and, he, and stuff at well, it was, Harvard? Isn't it was actually skull and bones. So oh. the skulls was a movie made, made roughly around the <laughs> idea of the skull and bones. With, with, with Joshua Jackson and yes, Paul Walker. Yes. Yeah, I love uh, that movie. Great movie. But yeah, essentially that was based on a secret society called the skull and bones. But the other ones are like the ones I know of, like from Da Vinci Code, like the Illuminati. Yeah. Obviously the Freemasons, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. Freemasons, yeah. The New World Order. So, and, and, yeah. Secret the New World uh, Order. Shadow governments. See, yeah. the, the New World, the, the, really quick. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan. I know the Deep you, State. You're trying you right go. now, Dan. You're trying and I'm cutting you off. <laughs> I've had a few beers, okay? Um, but That's all right. But uh, the New World Order to me is from WCW Wrestling. It had Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and Hollywood Hulk Hogan. One of my and, and favorite. Like, Too sweet. You one know? one oh, of my favorite 64 games of all time was NWO versus WCW. WCW. It's one of the best game. games ever made for 64. Anyway, Dan, I'm sorry. We totally oh, just jumped the gun on that one. No, that's great. I love it. Did you play that game? Um, uh, No, actually, to be honest. You were too busy you. playing Ocarina of Time, weren't you? Uh... <laughs> Playing a lot of playing a lot a lot of different things, but Ocarina of Time was one of them for sure. So man. Can I just, can so, I just... No, Dan was gonna say okay, something. Sorry. Let's let him finish. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm cap kind of capping off the whole thing. Uh, you could so tell us to fuck we all off. Know what ha- we, I mean <laughs> we all know what happened to Kennedy. Uh he he got uh he forgot to put the roof up on his car and uh, <laughs> so that's a mild way of putting it. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> right? Okay, I mean, but who drives around like that? Well, he was like out in public. Now, I think Kennedy's a whole topic for its own oh, it's, its huge, own conspiracy. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he he gets he he gets pegged and from that a lot of people started speculating and they started saying, "Well, hey, we're kind of skeptical because of this and because of that." And people started looking into it because they felt like it was kind of strange. Um, how it happened, why it happened. There was no real, like, like who who did it and why was not really clear. It wasn't some big foreign actor or anything. A lot of people speculated. And the CIA, they basically, or allegedly, they came out and they decided to create a term called a conspiracy theorist to kind of disparage people who were looking into the death of JFK. Uh, they wanted to make those people kind of seem uh, illegitimate and crazy and you know, this term has now basically become the catch-all term for being skeptical about any sort of event, no matter how um, how crazy that claim might be. And so I kind of think that uh, Operation Northwoods is kind of the birth of the phrase conspiracy theorist and the birth of the modern uh, skeptic in uh, a lot of different uh, fields and areas like that. So I just thought that was really cool. That is really cool. That's it. That's also a great way to end. Good job. You should have you ever thought about being on a podcast, Dan? Because that was a great that was a great segue to be like, all right, see you fuckers. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Um I that's I Make didn't sure you use uh code Dr. Jones for free <laughs> shit on the website you visit. For twenty percent off absolutely nothing. Yeah, we have uh, no sponsors, Dan. we're a little podcast. We're we're just having fun. But that's really cool. I didn't know the CIA created that term. Um conspiracy theory it's it's funny though you're right every every thing that you can be skeptical about easily just is now a conspiracy theory 
and some of them are so my like minuscule and some of them are obviously going after you know the standard order or general practice of what we know as you know scientific fact or or whatever nowadays so it's kind of i don't know so i was fun i just want to end on for at least i want to get this off my chest before we we finish this one but i think it's important to be objective I don't think that it's necessarily healthy to be skeptical about everything because then you're going to be just looking for fraudulence and looking for liars and looking for, for conspiracies everywhere. And that might not be the eternal optimist here. I'm not the eternal (laughs) optimist. I'm just saying, I think that it's important. And this is how I, this is honestly, and you can't argue. This is how I, yeah, well, that's the thing is you'll go, you'll go crazy doing that. I think it's important to go about your business and go about your life looking at things objectively and looking for the facts. If you can, and this is how I, I live my life. I look for facts of things. If somebody tells me something happened, I'm not going to believe them right off the hop, whether it's crazy or whether it's not. I'm just going to take that and say, cool. And then I'm going to look into it myself and actually build the research and find the research that I can on the topic and figure out what the evidence is. For me, you show me evidence of something and I can believe it. If I don't see evidence of something, I'm not going to believe it. And that's just, I think that's a a responsible way of going about that. I, I, in all actuality or all seriousness, is actuality a real word? I don't know. In Maybe. all seriousness, I think it is. I, yeah, it probably is. But I completely agree. Um, being a skeptic can drive you insane. I've watched the movie Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson. Oh yeah, and uh, he went nuts in yeah. that movie. Um, and that's but, fact. That's just Hollywood trying to disparage conspiracy theorists. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> just bro, uh, desensitizing but, us. No, 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 bro. In the end of that, he was correct about some stuff that he was talking about. So there were people after him. <laughs> anyway, you should watch it. It's a great 90s action movie. Didn't make our 90s action hmm. movie bracket. No, it sure didn't. But wow, we had a lot of ringers on that one. So yeah. I think what we should look for right now, though, is a code word. And that code word is going to come from Dan. Oh, Dan, Dan what do you got, us, buddy? Give us this week's code word, bud. Take your time. <laughs> oh man it's almost like you needed I mean, 24 hours to think of this yeah I, I guess so I totally forgot that I was going to be do, uh, doing the code word so um, my, the code word is uh, Bay of Pigs Bay, Bay of Ooh. Pigs Ooh. use that code for 20% off of <laughs> alright your next pack of bacon you guys yeah. have a great night thanks yeah. for tuning in alright well thank thanks you thanks for having me guys thanks for coming on Dan we appreciate having you on thanks buddy uh, tune in next week when Dan's it. not here um <laughs> <laughs> not to disparage Dan, uh, but uh, we love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Back to the good quality stuff next week. No, no, no. This was great quality. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. This was an excellent 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it. thanks for coming on, Dan, and uh, we'll have you on again for Thank sure. You. Cheers. crazy to think that we uh we totally they would never know that we totally did this entire podcast yesterday (laughs) (laughs) forgot to record it well not forgot my my computer fucking had not enough space to upload i think my portion of of our episode right yeah don't worry though they'll never know